go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Top That, your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of things, topics in list form. We hope you find them entertaining. My name is Sabrina. I'm here always with my brother, Derek. What up? And our very good friend, Nathan. What's up? Um, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. I just had a game where I pulled my hamstring, so... Pulled a hammy. That kind of sucks. That does suck. I feel fantastic. Derek's having a little uh, tummy issue today. He is wincing right now pretty hard. Um, it's a nice day, though. It feels it's nice. It's a beautiful day. Summer is not technically here, but it's here. Um, it's... We were just talking about It's nice that it's June. Yeah. It's weird because it's fast. But it's also nice. Yeah. We're happy it's June. We're happy the sun is out. Yeah. I love summer. It's my favorite season. Me too. Love weed. Love weed. weed. <laughs> my blunt brother. Got a new bubbler. <laughs> uh, we love Kyle Mooney too. <laughs> we do. Uh, oh, never mind. What? <laughs> never mind. I'll bring it up later. Okay. Uh... So, we'll get this out of the way. Um, you guys can always find us on our Instagram, top that dude, T-O-P-T-H-A-T-D-U-D-E. We post usually every week um, about our current episode. We occasionally get into the stories. We like it when you slide into our DMs. It makes us feel wanted and needed. Um, so, you know, in this relationship we have all together. I want you to want me. Right, so... I need you to need me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so slide into our DMs uh, on Instagram. And Derek always likes a little shit talk, so... You know. Shit talk us. Yeah. I dare you. Or you can email us. Not a guarantee we'll write back, but you can <laughs> email us. Topthatdude at gmail.com. Same spelling. Um... But we have discussed the email is just not, you know, nobody's using the email except for Nate. Yeah. I, I email. But that's okay. That's okay. I email. Uh, the, what I was going to say, and then I remember we hadn't done the Instagram stuff yet, so I stopped. But Kyle Mooney made me think of this. We started watching a new show that's on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave by Tim Robinson. I think it's with Tim Robinson or is it or by? with, I don't whatever. know hilarious it's hysterical this is one of the funniest shows i've watched in a long long time i agree same uh i it's a what like five episodes it's not a lot of i've been six yeah it's not a lot of episodes and they're pretty quick they're 30 minutes i think it i haven't laughed that hard at a show i mean 
laughing loudly. Yeah. Like belly laughs. So funny. And it's so weird. It's a sketch comedy show that there's a couple, uh, I'd call them A-listers, but they're like kind of obscure A-listers. Right. Um, that, that come in and cameo that kill it. Yeah. There's some really great cameos. Vanessa Bayer is on probably my favorite sketch. Uh, Andy Samberg's in it. Vanessa Bayer kills that. Yeah. I'm a huge Vanessa Bayer fan. I love Vanessa Bayer. Uh, Will Forte. Will Forte is in one and it's so good. It's, I, you know, it's basically classic Forte. (laughs) And then, you know, the guy's name, I don't know his name, but best in show guy. Oh, uh, Fred Willard. Yeah. The old gray haired dude from best in show and he's one of the announcers. Yeah. 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 Uh, he has a skit that is so like oddball, but hilarious at the same time yeah it's just so weird and the main guy tim robinson is in all the sketches and he is so funny so awkward and weird he can play diverse characters like a diverse group of characters it's highly entertaining we highly recommend it get on netflix and watch it do yourself a favor you'll laugh i promise (laughs) yeah it's so good. And he keeps using the same mud pie term. Yeah, everything. he talks about poop. Yeah. He calls it mud pie. <laughs> it's okay. You just had a messy mud pie. <laughs> oh God. It's a sketch show that could very easily live on Adult Swim. It's very obscure, weird like that. That's yeah. an ex- excellent way to describe it's it. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It's not so as funny. weird, but it reminds me a little bit of uh, Eric Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, just kind of that out there, like, what the fuck is happening? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So funny. But it is fantastic. It is so good. Well, It's on Netflix. It's no. It's good. Uh, That kind of is an easy segue into why we're here this week. We are going to do our reoccurring podcast of this Top That This Week. Um, we're going to talk about current events, things that happen in our personal lives, anything you kind of want to talk about, um, that happened in the last week or so. Recent events. Recent events. <coughs> or feelings. Gesundheit. Or new discoveries. Yeah. Or news. Ah, uh, Jafar freaking died over here. Derek's in the sick ward. Yeah. Derek's in the sick ward and also has the allergies. Yeah. So. I'm very attractive right now. Yeah. Uh, he's got a he got a great haircut though. For all he you did get a great haircut. Is the third time. And so he picked up this he picked up this business card at the sport clips, <laughs> and he didn't get his haircut by this woman, but it was somebody that worked there, and her name was Tabrina. T a b r i n a, almost the fucking same name as me. Just one letter off. Literally one letter down the alphabet. Literally one letter down the alphabet. Did I I tell you I had someone in first class that her name, her full first name was Brina? Yeah, you did tell me that. But what I think is funny is I posted this business card on my Instagram story, and I think some of you who are listening have seen it, but I I captioned it, life hack, never use your real name. And a lot of people took that seriously and asked if I had gotten a side job as a hair cutting, you know, cutting <laughs> hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
it cracks me up because if I picked a fucking stage name or an alter ego name, I would never just pick literally the same name, different letter. Like go one letter down. Right. Right. I could have picked Rubrina or Tabrina. Fabrina. Right. So you're in my phone ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bubber. If I am going to go that route, you damn well know I'm going to pick Bubberina. You, you know Bub has always been short for Bubberina. <laughs> Shout out Fanderson. It's so yeah. funny. It just is the most obnoxious name that if you Dabrina. would choose it <laughs> as an alias. Tabrina. They'll never know it's me. <laughs> Zabrina. So funny. Tabrina. Zabrina. Zanaya. Quabrina. Uh, yeah, so let's, okay, let's get into it. We're talking about this week. This um, week. Mine yeah. might be not exactly this week, but current enough. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Uh, mine is the only, like, personal thing I have to mention, but, um, the other day, so I worked a four-day block this week in, in, I didn't get used the first day. Wednesday, I got called out for a trip and got sent to Alaska. And I got pulled off the original trip, changed to stay in Anchorage instead of Sitka. And it I forgot that it was summertime. And flying up there, it totally trips you out. A passenger asked me what time you're landing, and I, I wasn't sure. It was like the third flight I had done that day. And uh, and he was like, we're supposed to land at like, what, like 10 something? And I looked at my watch and I see it says like 10, like five after 10. And I was like, yeah, we're supposed to land at like 1030. And I look out and it's literally clear as day. Yeah, It's like, midday. Yeah, And we landed at right around 10:30 I didn't get the hotel to the hotel till about 11:15 and I mean it was like the middle of the fucking day that would trip me up too. it's so crazy I want to experience it though like I would love to go to Alaska during the summer just to like stay up right see what see what would happen I would love to wake up in the morning like on the first day after getting a good night's sleep and not look at a clock and just start doing things and see if I would stay up all night. Right. I it, I didn't feel tired like I normally do. Like, yeah. Because you, your body just like responds to the darkness. It was just like a little dusky. Not even quite dusk, but you could tell it was like the sun was sunk a little lower. Yeah. It was kind of that, you know, sunsetty light out. It was like super pretty. Six o'clock sun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it just doesn't go down. It's such a trip. It's so cool. It, it's it's so wild. And obviously during the wintertime, it's the opposite, which I could never deal with. 30 yeah. days of night. Oh, God. That would be nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do that. People that live up there full time, it's a jungle. Right. It's wild. Um, but it is, it's beautiful. Um, and then on that trip, the next day, I ended up working for about 13 hours that day. And our legal limit is 12 and a half. So that was, this is the first time I've gone that long, like actually being on duty. Did you get in trouble? 
No, you don't get in trouble. You get an extra day off. They legally, yeah. they legally have to give you time off. Good job. If you work that long, yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I did this week for work. <laughs> got to Fun. got to be up in Alaska. You know, almost midnight. Experiencing and, the midnight sun. Yep. And then got an extra day off. Oh, it's a good day. So I got to come down to Portland early. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. You got a free day by like half an hour. Totally. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That would kind of suck if you got a free day by like five hours. Yeah. Totally. And you, you had to work like a whole nother fucking... But the half an hour, that's a right. steal. Yeah. As soon as I found that out at the end, after the end of that long ass day, I got a burst of energy. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could stay up late tonight if Worth I wanted it. to. <laughs> Worth it. We're yeah. Make that change all day. Extra half hour for another 24 hours. Totally. And I get... I get pay protected. I don't get docked at all. I get guaranteed to pay for the day that I didn't have to work. Yeah, that's the good part. Hell of, fucking yeah. That's, right. That's the good part of yeah. our company. That's yeah. dope. Super cool. So yeah, that's my number five. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. How much? My number five is not personal. Uh, a cat's hunting. <laughs> if you heard that, there's a he's, fly in here. He's pounding on the glass <laughs> yeah. door. Um, the NBA finals are on. That's also my number five. Cool. Is it? Yeah. Well, that works Dope. out. Um, my I'm I'm gonna my actual number five is kind of a specific thing that happened, and that was that uh, a partial owner in Game Three of the Warriors shoved Kyle Lowry when he went into the stands, and supposedly uh, kept yelling, "Go fuck yourself! Go fuck yourself!" Um, the guy got banned. For a whole, for a whole year. year. Which, appropriate. Got Shouldn't be able to do that. But me and Sabrina talked yesterday about the players' reaction to this. And granted, I understand that, you know, saying, hey, this can't be happening. And <laughs> I don't... Things could escalate very quickly if you allow things like this to happen. But at the same time, they're freaking out. And I just don't think they need to. I think they're being little bitches about it. And the I guy barely fucking touched him. I don't think they're freaking out too much. That's my opinion on it. I think that, and I know that Nate doesn't disagree with this, but that what that owner did was highly inappropriate and he should be banned. Like you shouldn't touch anybody else. Like that to me is totally inappropriate and uncalled for. Yeah. It wasn't like Lowry bumped into him or crashed into him. He didn't touch him. I agree with all the punishments and how it's like what's happening. I'm I just don't agree with the reaction of the players being so intense over this. But I think that like Lowry gets pissed in the moment. Like what the are you fucking ref? Like pointing at him. Like like if that was me in the moment and some old dude fucking pushed me and told me to go fuck myself while I was winning in the finals on his home court, I would laugh in his face like be the scoreboard, you old bitch. Like, what are you going to do? So I think that it, if it happened because this, I think that fans are aggressive, especially around courtside. They think, you know, they yell at players all the time. And it probably happens worse than that all the time, you know, for these guys. That just happened to get caught on camera. And it happened to be an owner or an investor or whatever you want to call them. Um, so if somebody, like if I went out there and was doing my job and playing a game, which granted you're only playing a game, but 
if people constantly were fucking with you and touching you or throwing things at you and then somebody decides to shove you no matter how hard or how light it was, that would piss me off. Now, see, if I was losing by like a lot, if I was getting blown out and someone did that, yeah, it pissed me off. But they were winning at the time. I'm like 95% sure they were. That would That's like what would drive my game when I used to play shit. People talking shit to me and winning and be like, well, yeah, you're still losing, you bitch. I'm about to score on you again. That's how I would attack it. I And it's just, it's so funny, like, LeBron having this long post about, this is totally unacceptable in our game. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, but all right, it's being handled. The dude's banned. Like, but if it, I just it, think it's funny. It, they did bring up a great point, too, that if, he, if Lowry would have responded to it, they would have had his head. He would oh, yeah. have been, there would have been way more fallout for him <laughs> than just think it's funny. what they did. I don't think that they overreacted. <laughs> I don't think the punishments are overreaction. I think the, how the players, like, they physically and vocally reacted. I think it's funny. What do you think, Derek? I mean, I have a lot more draconian view on it. I think if... Like the fan, this this was not a child. This was not a three year old in the zoo that fell into an entrapment, and nobody knew better. If that dude pushes Lowry first, Lowry can do whatever he wants back to him. I mean, it's I mean, you're opening. That's your opinion, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, self defense. Yeah, uh, it's not even self defense. It's just kind of like, okay, you open that. Here you go. Yeah. yeah, you open. You started. You started yeah. the floodgates. You open this. Which I mean, what? Like, what is? It? You're right. He came in hard trying to save a ball. Doesn't even touch the guy. The guy kind of reaches to like push him a couple times. Yeah. And says, "Go fuck yourself." Why? Right. Like just like just a flex on TV. Right. I don't. And it's something that I brought up to Nate last night or the other night, whatever. Um, like, what if a guy had done this to you in a bar? Would you freak out? Like, would you be pissed off? Yeah. Or if somebody did that to Nate? Yeah, I, I don't like people fuck with me or the people I'm with. Right. So would you, if you were in a bar setting and somebody did that, came up to Nate and shoved him, not hard, but pushed him a couple times and said, go fuck yourself, would you want that person to be removed and go find the bartender or the bouncer or whatever? Or would you just go on with the night? Uh, or say something to him. It's all situational. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I said. I said, if someone did this to me in a bar, that's completely different than someone doing that to me. Like, if I was a soccer player and ran out of, of bounds and a parent or something, like, shoved me like that, told me to go fuck myself, and I was winning, I'd be like, go fuck yourself, dude. I'm fucking yeah. winning. Yeah. Like, suck a dick. I don't give a shit. Like, oh, you push me? You know, old man, like, if we took this to the streets, you would probably die. Literally. <laughs> Like Kyle Lowry, if Kyle Lowry got in a fight with that old man that pushed him, the old man would most likely die unless Kyle Lowry stopped hitting him at some point. Right. So to me, I just think his reaction of just this like anger and like, Ref, are you fucking like, this guy, what did you do? I wouldn't have that reaction. Like I'd get pushed and be like, did you fucking see this dude? Like, fuck you, dude. I'm out here. Like I'm winning. That would frustrate me because what are you supposed to do? Right. I don't like people touching me. Right. Not into it. Me neither. So, I mean, I... Yeah. 
it would hard it would be hard for me to just like shrug that off but i mean the i'm trying to like as a professional athlete i mean i'm trying to be i got a chance to to get this ring i've been working for my whole life that's like maybe that's a complete afterthought maybe i'm just you know worried about like the next player the next move like that's i mean fuck who was that guy Maybe yeah. I'll, deal yeah. with, I'll compartmentalize. I'll deal with that later. Like, yeah. I'm we're down by four. We're up by six right now. Like we got business to take care of. Like if he knocked, if he knocked Kyle Kyle Lowry off his rocker, like if somehow he was able to create like this, you know, shit storm where like they lost because like someone lost their cool or something like that. Where like he retaliated and then Kyle Lowry got thrown out of the game and that was the reason why the Raptors lost. That would have been a huge like if it would have just been a fan, tough shit. But like if they were like, yeah, they lost because someone on the Warriors organization, which he is, like, was able to like start something. I think you know, I mean, what kind of box of worms would that have opened? Would right. They have yeah. The last yeah. five minutes. Right. It's true. Like, yeah. I just I'm, feel like my mentality when I'm playing, especially in that type, like I want to win more than anything. But at the same time, if you if you push me or do something like that and told me to go fuck myself in my head the only it's not what the like don't touch me are you fucking kidding me it's right i'm under your skin yeah because i'm better than you yeah we've seen that we don't even have to like weigh apples and oranges like through different mediums though we've seen in the same sport uh we we've seen what happens when fans uh provoke the players negatively when that dude threw that beer on Ron Artest and the malice in the palace happened. That was fucking crazy. That was mayhem. So it's... Go ahead. The beer, if someone threw a beer at me, I would be more pissed. Like, if someone threw a beer at Kyle Lowry and he reacted like that, I'd be like, I'd feel the same fucking way. Yeah. Just the the fact that it was this little push. And it's an old dude. Yeah. That says go fuck yourself. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. Old man. I'm glad that the guy got banned though. And he got Oh yeah. Yeah. He got fined a half a million dollars. That's what you get for being a punk bitch. Half a million banned for a whole and and that's that's a guy. It's not like that was his first and only game he was gonna go to. Right. Well, and some analysts I heard talking were saying that there's a possibility too that the Warriors inside their organization, like because the league can't say, Hey, you have to sell your shares. But they were saying that the Warriors organization, there's a chance they may say, like, force him out. Yeah. Like, hey, you can't be a part of this organization anymore. You have to sell your shares. Yeah. That guy's life probably sucks right now. Totally. I mean, that that's an idiotic move. I love when secu- they showed security getting him, and it's literally, like, one word. Like, the guy goes up to him, like, time to go. He's like, okay, understood. Yeah, right. Like, he knew he, he, knew he fucked up. Right. Uh, me and Brina also talked about this a little bit, and Derek, I wonder how you would react if the guy pushed him and said go fuck yourself and kind of smiled and like like kind of cheekily did it and kyle lowry like saw that and kind of smiled i think there'd be no issues there's the fact that this was dude aggressive. was like serious right. when he was saying it there was aggression behind it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and i think that yeah that goes without saying if it was like because lowry has a brother who i think played in the nba for a little bit like if it was his brother or something like that or just someone else where it was just like it was the homie. Like, hey, go fuck yourself. Like if it was LeBron watching yeah. the game on the sideline. Eat side shit, line. eat yeah. shit. If it, if it was Drake. Like, right. oh, yeah. you know, right. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think when everyone understands the temp, but I mean, 
It was someone on the Warriors sideline in the Warriors organization. Lowry did not like it immediately. It's not like he woke up three days later and like, I'm going to recant my story. Right. I was yeah. actually raved. Yeah. Or something <laughs> oh, like, you Jesus. know. Like, I mean, yeah. That, you know, that's a, that's a bad joke to make. But my point is, it's, uh, he, he immediately didn't dig it, didn't w- want that, you know, shit at all. And, and I, I don't want that, you know, like kind of uh attention either it's it's very privileged right you know what I mean? right and i think that that that's the point is that it's a privileged behavior and that if you can get away with it you know because the players don't have the privilege of retaliating and not being you know uh disciplined what did, uh, so the Malice in the Palace was huge fucking brawl. Yeah. It, How long did, uh, Ron Artest get, he got, 73 uh, games. 73 games. 73 games. How many games were in a season? 82. Jeez, so whole year. It was game play. nine. It was game nine in the NBA season. He was, uh, I just listened to, uh, Mike Tyson's podcast and they had Ron Artest and he was like, the year before. I just got defensive player of the year and I was top five in MVP voting. Nine games into the season, I felt better than I ever felt. I was leading almost every major statistical category in the world. I honestly thought, think, if I didn't get suspended, I would have won MVP that year. I was feeling really good. Yeah. Nine games into the season, I fucking just lost it. Yeah. Well, and what do you what do you do when somebody throws a fucking he he went through right no he went through he just had a major death in the family Ben Wallace just had a major death in the family that's that's who hit him first yeah and he's like we both just lost a court at the same time yeah. yeah and if it would have just stayed in there I maybe would have got like a game or two or something like that and it would just kind of you know been like a slap in the wrist what I'm usually getting I was a big technical foul getter yeah but I mean the the whole there's so many people involved in that. It was crazy when uh, Ron Artest went up there, and then in comes Steven Jackson, and then on the floor, Jermaine O'Neal is, is is fighting a fan on the floor, like a fist fight. Yeah, it wasn't a push. It was like they're both sizing each other up. Like that was crazy. It was mayhem. Crazy. That was one of the nuttiest things I've ever seen. I remember coming home. I was like, Dad, you won't believe it. And he fucking looked at me. He's like, I fucking heard about it already, dude. Jesus. It was, I could never come, like, at that point, dad was done raising kids, and he was just kind of like, ugh, I was like the not cool girl at school trying to hang out with the cool girls. Oh my god. I know. He just said I saw Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) What a sports center, dude. It was like, oh, okay, God bless. Oh my god. That's so so funny. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, even in best case scenario, I mean, it'd be one thing, he, he pushes them. Yeah. Reaches over, push him. It's different from if you would have struck him in the back with a closed fist or something like yeah. that. That's different. Or he pushes him in the shoulder if he's connecting with his face, even. Yeah. Open hand. Mushing him. Right. That's different and shit like that. I still, like, that's when he got, they, they handled Adam Silver. I like Adam Silver. He, that's the commissioner of the league. Uh, his first day on the job was when that, do you remember who Donald Sterling is? Yes. That's what yeah. we talked about that too. Yeah. When that shit popped off, yeah. he was immediately like, okay, time to go. Yeah. Get the, get the Donald fuck out. Donald Sterling to me, or not Donald Sterling, Adam Silver looks like, um, like a villain from a Marvel movie to me. He looks like, he looks like a, a villain from a Bond film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like he owns a, 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 the place where a crematorium or something. Right. Uh, a <laughs> yeah. funeral home. Yeah. 
yeah no he looks like he owns uh, a conglomerate media uh that's gonna take over the whole world right like something fucking evil behind yeah, the scenes and then actually and he's been a, alive actually for 270 yeah, years yeah. and he's, he's actually cloning people right <laughs> no he's doing a good job though they what they sat him and uh, he, him and obama sat courtside together game one in toronto yeah which was cool, cool as fuck and then that's when uh they put him on the uh jumbotron obama and they're chanting mvp yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, and that was cool when they were down in like the tunnel and like they showed him walking almost like a player, like with a security Obama. And he's like, oh, Drake, shit, what's up? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good to see you again. So cool. Yeah. He's the coolest guy. And it just looks like he has an inside joke like with everyone. Because he does. Yeah. It's good he's to see you again. How's Helen? Uh, yeah, this series has been exciting to watch. Um, it has. It's. Go Raptors. Right. I'm rooting for the Raptors. I'm rooting like for Kawhi. Most everyone is. Yeah. The I enjoy watching Golden State play because I really think they're so talented and, and I think they're really fun to watch. But they've had theirs and Toronto has fucking worked so hard for this. This is the first time they've made it to the championship. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. And then Golden State is so easy to hate right now. Right. Kawhi's run too is historical godly yeah i just read something that he's uh leading the playoffs in like minutes points rebounds steals and like three other things yeah and i read a stat that he was leading in in those and some it was some other stat similar to that and they said the only other person that ever did that had the same numbers was larry bird, bird yeah and so that year he the celtics won the championship yeah so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Tor- pretty fun to watch. Toronto's, Quite, quite. Oh, sorry, go. I said I was gonna say Toronto's got a shit ton of momentum right now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, quite such a likable dude too. Yeah, and the, the Toronto fans trolling game is on fucking point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope. Uh, <laughs> I hope this does good things for uh, like outside countries for like basketball franchises. Like, there used to be a franchise in Vancouver, BC, like, just north of Seattle. Like, I would love to see basketball come back to that. There's always been talk of, like, a basketball franchise in in Mexico City, London. Uh, You know, if we were to see a different country win the NBA championship, maybe that'll do something good. (laughs) That'd be be cool. It'd be cool if the NBA was worldwide. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Rock on. Like, is, is the city of Calgary big enough for... Uh, an NBA franchise, maybe put one in Mexico. Right, I mean Portland's not that crazy big. Right, I mean it would have to be. You know, maybe this does something for the country of Canada. We're fucking like, oh yeah, yeah, we want that now. Right, that's cool because it's it's you, Toronto is on the very east side of the country. Yeah, but whenever Toronto comes to uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs baseball franchise comes to Seattle. Safeco now T-Mobile Park is absolutely flooded with Canadians. Yeah, like they come down from BC and Alberta, and yeah. they they look forward to those one or two or three series every year. Yeah, and like that's their one thing they fucking love baseball. So pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I bet the paperwork of handling all the money and shit for the people of like those teams in Canada is so nuts. What do you mean? 
Well, because you're a league that's based in the United States paying a team that's based in Canada, crossing the border, like all the stuff that they probably have to do. Yeah, because I know, like even just players in the U.S., you have to pay taxes on the money that you earned in In each state. state. Yeah, like even that. Me thinking about that. Obviously, they have tax people that do all this shit. Right, tax man. (laughs) I think like being just a human. Like, what if you had to figure that out? Like, what if you, Sabrina? Right. Had some job where you do everything for yourself, but you're traveling around and you have to pay taxes and, and just trying to figure that out by yourself. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. And now across like everyone, uh, international border. Everyone had to do it by themselves. Yeah. Just instead of like... There's uh, no H&R block. So it's, it's, <laughs> a, no it's a huge that. thing on NBA flights, especially like uh, like cross country, that they bring ten, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 in cash and they all gamble on the plane. Could you imagine them like in like Kawhi and just like little reader glasses off the bridge of his nose? Like, Carl, what'd you do with the 1040 easy, man? What boxes do you check? <laughs> what you claim in this year? Yeah. Everyone doing their taxes. Yeah. Let me copy off you. Right. Yeah. What'd you get for number four? <laughs> you have a four? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. The, that would I, be that would be fine. Yeah. Um Good one. I actually had that on my list too. Um, last time, last month when we did our, our uh, what's going on, we were talking about uh, the Blazers. Blazers about to play Game Seven against uh, Denver. Yeah, which they won. And they pulled that shit off. Yeah, which that was cool. cool. They had a good run. Uh, the they playoffs did. this year have been exciting. Yeah, it's been really fun. That series that. against Golden State too. They weren't. Like, every one of those games, they were winning, or three of those. I'm sorry, three of the games. They were up like, by 17 at one point, and three out of the four of the games. Yeah. Yeah. So they were was, competitive. Yeah. Yeah. That was good to see. Yeah. Right. Portland held the lead for, like, 85 out of the 117 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and couldn't get it through. Like yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Golden State's, they're, they're, they're pros where they're at. So, they okay. their bags and Brandon, what's your four? So... I'm going to plug in a new one because the Lowry thing was on my list as well. So I just shuffle some things around and I'm going to bring up something that is very like, it doesn't matter to anybody. And I don't even know, like, I don't doubt anybody really cares about it, but it's just been something that I've been eyeballing for a while. So Bradley Cooper and his baby mama just broke up. You guys know about that? Okay. Yeah. So there's been tons of speculation about him and Lady Gaga like having some sort of like brewing romance, whatever, since a star is born. They've both talked so highly about each other. Like in Lady Gaga is like googly eyes over Bradley Cooper. And when the movie came out, she was engaged and Bradley Cooper has had this baby mama, Irina Shake, for four or five years and they have a little girl together. But they're not married. They're not married. And about, a, oh, it was just a couple months ago. I think it was after the award seasons. They won all the awards and stuff. Lady Gaga announces that she is no longer engaged to this guy. And so that kind of like, we, me and one of my friends have been kind of watching this kind of play out. And like suspecting that it's going to be the next Brad and Angelina, Jennifer Anderson situation. yeah, yeah. And so as soon as she broke up with her boyfriend or fiance, it was just kind of like, okay, here we go. And then Bradley Cooper 
was still together with his lady. But this week, they made a public announcement. Bradley Cooper and Irina Shayk are done. They are fucking done. They've been trying for a year to work things out. Yeah. And they have called it quits. They've been trying for a year to work things out after Bradley banged Gaga. Right. (laughs) God. And so now everybody is just like wide-eyed and look like waiting to see do right do the it. the spot like them either out you they, know having dinner canoodling whatever's gonna happen they better do it now right. i mean they broke off the things right they're free to do it yeah yeah but that uh has been kind of a weird wacky thing that just came up this week in pop culture fun yeah bradley coops right I like Bradley Cooper, and I really am a huge fan of Lady Gaga. I, you know what? I think he could do better, though. Than Lady Gaga? Yeah. What do you mean? By just looks? Yeah. His baby mama is gorgeous. She's a model. Yeah. But what if she's just not, a, like, a good human, or they don't communicate well? What if Lady Gaga provides everything that he wants and needs in his soul? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, of course. Yeah. I think it'd be tough to play that character in a movie and not have some type of attachment come out of it. Very true. Yeah. I think Bradley Cooper at this point in his career and his life right now could have his pick of any single woman on the planet. Yeah, totally. He's a handsome guy. And He's got good hair. Yeah. That'd be tough, though. I've thought about this, like, having that faked chemistry that, I mean, it may actually be there a little bit, but someone's telling you what to say and what to feel and whatnot in this... It'd be hard to not have real chemistry come out of it. Right. And they're... It'd be hard to turn it off. Their, uh, like, work setting was also a little different because he was directing. So he was the one saying, we need to do this. And right. This is, these, these are the emotions we want to invoke. Also, she helped him train to sing. Like, the you know, uh, all see, that. I can see. So how... they're working together in these vulnerable situations. Intimate situations. Right. She's not really an actress yet like she is but she's this is like her breakout role yeah and he's not a singer and so they that's both their wheelhouses and they're both like getting that we talked about this on what we were looking for someone challenging you and teaching you something new right so there's growth happening there that'd be tough it would be so hard you would you would have to be with someone that you're like head over heels like not even thinking about someone else right like, to, to not let these, like, basically these facades of emotion and facades of, of lust and physical touch and yeah. things that you're actually getting from this other human who's Your not. Love. Right. To not respond to them. Because whether you want to argue this or not, we are physical beings. And when you're touched in a certain way or, like, you know, your body will respond to it. Especially if you, after that, you go home and you don't get touched. Right. Yeah. Oh, the contrast. Right. Yeah. Like, if you go home and, you know, it's like any relationship, there's a point where it kind of slows down a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never experienced that, but... (laughs) It only goes faster for me. (laughs) But, you know, where it gets a little less intimate. So, if you now have this re-spark of that that touching and whatever, and then you go home the first couple times, you're like, ooh, I want that again. It doesn't really happen. Right. And then you just have this over and over again, and you're going home to nothing. You're like, well, 
We're going I'm with getting this. More from, this feels good right, over here. I'm getting more satisfaction yeah. from this. You're not doing from, anything. Right. So that that's that's gotta be so tough to do. So tough. Yeah. I mean, the entertainment industry, I feel like just there's constant temptation all around. Well, yeah, and there's always turnover. Right, exactly. So it's pretty interesting to watch. And, like, with the whole Brad and Angelina thing, like, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt were, like, the golden couple. And you didn't never think that they were going to really break up. And that was, like, I remember seeing in the tabloids when they were filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith and the speculation and, like, not even thinking that that would be a possibility. And then, sure as shit, like, bam, divorce, I don't, bam, we're together, bam, we have 18 yeah. kids. I don't I don't consider any public relationship to be, like, bulletproof. I've never looked at someone like, oh, they're going to stay together forever. I don't think any relationship is bulletproof at all. Yeah. I think everybody is subject to the same shit. I, we're not safe. We're all human. We're all emotional. There, there's nobody that's better at it than anybody else, I don't think. We're all... <sighs> I think we're all subject to a lot of stuff. We're subject to temptation. We're subject to our own emotions, closing off, you know, depression, all that shit. Poop. Poop. Bud pies. Bud pies. (laughs) Yeah. Using too small of a slice on a bud pie. Right. I don't think, and when you're thrust into a world that there's, you know, your life is available for the whole world to see, I think that makes it, your chances are less likely. Oh, I would hate it. Plus you're Brad Pitt. Right. But, yeah, now it's Bradley Cooper's turn. It's fucking Aldo Lane. I would love to be a fly in the wall inside the Bradley Brad Pitt, uh, Angelina Jolie household. Well, like They no longer have a household. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But that just, household. Angelina just talking about Jennifer Aniston. Just, is she better than me? You know what See, I just don't, I don't think she'd be that type of person. Like, I feel like they're both kind of weird... Not weird, but I feel like Angelina Jolie would be a very like controlling relationship partner. Yeah, like, that's how she does. She her too. way. She does look like a not snake a lot lady. of compromise. She looks like a snake lady. Like she would have <laughs> snakes in the living room. Probably <laughs> kissing the snake and shit. Yeah, <laughs> my baby. Yeah. I got a new boa. He likes you. <laughs> yeah. That's the la- that's the nervous laugh that Brad Pitt did. But yeah, I mean, I imagine oh that, that she would be controlling, but you never know. And then when they broke up, there was all the speculation that Brad was drinking a lot. You know, I just can't see Brad Pitt being controlled. I know, but who knows? It's Brad Pitt. That that's yeah. the trouble with watching movies and getting a perception or creating a perception of somebody. I feel like he even like his uh like out in the world perception though, like beyond his movies, he seems like a dude that wouldn't like if you yelled at him, he'd be like, uh, whatever. But and I want another, have yeah. you seen the montage of um pictures of him and all of his previous girlfriends that Brad Pitt morphs into his girlfriend? All oh, of his no. hairstyles match. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he might be one of those guys that just goes along with whatever his girlfriend says. <laughs> whatever, babe. Right. <laughs> I guess I that's I could see that. Just yeah. Just kind of no getting, backbone. Whatever. Getting yelled at. Getting right. yelled at. Just, all right, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But who knows? Can but, we bang? Right. Can we, can we have sex now? Can yeah. we smash? Uh, yeah. So uh, Bradley Cooper you. and Irina Shea, or and Lady Gaga, 
Just, you know, keep your eyes peeled. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Chris Pratt. Lady just, Gaga and Bradley Cooper are going to have a relationship. Chris Pratt just got married to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Y'all. You see that gift that someone made? California. It, uh, California. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a clip for the movie. You guys know I haven't seen the movie yet from uh, The Star is Born. And I think it's the part where, like, he rolls down the car window and he's like, hey, and she looks back. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I just want to let you know I'm single now. <laughs> yeah, she smiles. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. good. All right, my number four didn't exactly happen this week, but the... We're cutting it then. The end of Game of Thrones has come upon Yay. us. Uh, from someone who hasn't seen it, hurt sucked. Yeah. It did. It did suck. It did. It was very disappointing. Yeah. It seemed like they rushed through it. How do you let that happen? Uh, I was told that they were first offered a budget for 10 seasons. So there would be this season and two more to finish up everything. They declined. Then they gave them a budget of a full, I think, 12 episodes, 10 episodes to wrap up the story. They declined and did it in six. What? Why, why did they decline? Were they just tired? Uh, and who was they? They were the, the D&D yeah. Uh, I don't know their names. I'm not going to look up either. But they're doing, I'm I'm pretty sure, one of the new movies coming out. I'm going to look it up. Because a lot of people are like, they're just rushing through this. They got their fame from doing Game of Thrones, rushed through this last season so they could go start doing this other thing. That's so lame. It's such a disservice to the people that you know dedicated... Now, we don't know for sure that's what happened, yeah. but that's what but the it, speculation it, 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 from true. fans yeah. is. If true, that I think it's pretty freaking lame. Um, as a new fan of the show, yeah. and if you listen to our last month's this week, I put in some major work and caught up on the whole entire season, current, and then watched the last two episodes in real time with everybody. And it was such a fast, like, peak of loving it. And then once season eight happened, it was such a disappointment. Such a disappointment. Their names are David Benioff. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the last name right. And D.B. Weiss. Yeah. They're, they, everybody call them D&D. &D. Interesting. Or, like, the producers or whatever. Yeah. I think they were writers. Yeah, probably. But they were, yeah, they had a, they were the major, they were the ones controlling yeah. everything. It was a big letdown. It was, it definitely felt rushed. Um, they wrapped it up. They just, there were so many details. So this, this whole, the way, the reason I think a lot of people like this show is because throughout the show, there's so many details and there's so many storylines and there's so many little things that you have to pay attention to that come up later and you're like, Oh shit, this person is now doing that. And we'll all remember back. And they had built all these character arcs and all these storylines that have these dope details that look like they were building to this big crescendo where all these little pieces would finally fall into place. Right. And then none of them did. Yeah. They were such loose ends that. There were so many cool details and stories that were built up throughout these one through six, seven seasons that then had no. They ended up being, there was nothing happened with them. Nothing. They meant nothing to yeah. the, the apex of the story. So all these stories led to nowhere. It felt rushed. Like things like Jamie 
Jamie's whole character arc of like this redemption story kind of goes out the window. That that was one thing that pissed me right off was the the end of Jamie and the end of Cersei did no justice to either of them. Well, and a lot of the characters. I yeah. mean, like so Tyrion at the end, I don't yeah, why would he even be able to speak? Right. And Grey Worm isn't really that mad. Grey Worm should have fucking tried to go kill all those people. Right. And then, like, even the uncle that stands up and starts saying something, and Sansa tells him to sit down. Like, that dude should be like, what? Fuck you. Like, I fought for your brother. I did all this shit. Like, I'm better than you are. Get the fuck out of here. I'm the only one that can lead you. It was, it was... It was like none of the backstory existed. Yeah, again, that's that, and that's why it feels right. It felt yeah. rushed, and so I found. I remember. I didn't want to say it because I didn't. I remember reading this, but I didn't think it was true when I was remembering it. But the reason they rushed through is because they signed on to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. Whoa! So they're going to be doing the next, like I think, like standalones or you know other see like branch off series yeah. of Star Wars. And so that's what everybody when they when that news came out because it came out kind of right after the series ended. Yeah, everybody was like. You were just rushing to get through all this. And then people found out about the money like they were offered a couple more. And then people were like, fuck you. Yeah. And that's what I mean. That That's such a disservice to the people that we've been writing this show for. Absolutely. It's, I mean, people have been following this for what? Probably 10 a years? A decade. Yeah. Yeah. Close to it. I don't know when it. it started, but I got to imagine it wasn't one a year. Yeah, it's close to 10. Because what? Uh, you waited a year and a half before the last season came out? Yeah. It was over a year. Yeah. Yeah. So it I think it was close to a decade, but not quite. But that's a long time. And speaking, was, speaking of shows that leave a lot of time in between fucking coming out with the next one, Rick and Morty pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> when are they is it this fall when they're coming out? I think so. Yeah. But God, they take forever. I know. It's frustrating. That's what I feel like every time SNL ends. I'm always ready for the next one. I will say though, with Rick and Morty, I've not watched one episode, one single episode of Rick and Morty that I'm like, eh, that was okay. No, they're so funny. They're all killers. They all kill. Yeah. They're and so funny. So I, I appreciate them taking the time to get it right. Right. Um, and then we were talking about Westworld too. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that much other than, uh, Derek brought up early. Aaron Paul is making a appearance. Yeah, and I don't. I haven't seen anything either. Um, I can't wait. Westworld is my favorite show. It's a great show. It's my favorite. Um, something that I am excited about, though, today's Sunday, right? Tonight. So, whatever. Tonight, uh, Big Little Liars is coming. Big back. Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Whatever. Um, is coming back for its second season, and that's. We're tabling. <laughs> Derek's in the bathroom right now. There are two doors and a hallway in between us. And he heard us talking about this and yelled for us table. to table it. So we're going to table this topic. <laughs> we'll move on to Derek's number three, right? Yeah. No. Four. four. Derek's number four. 
Okay. Um, we are moving on to Derek's number four. Yeah. So tables the last two of mine, but shock or I mean, what other public events? There's a lot of stuff going on that we're yeah, all Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. It's um. So the only thing I got in my life right now is Big Little Liars. Big uh, Little Lies. Yeah, my Pretty Little Liars. Uh, it's a. I never thought in a million years I would like this show. Fucking love it. It's so good, so juicy. And now that Barry's off the air. And Atlanta hasn't even begun writing, and uh, Better Call Saul's been pushed back. This is all I have. I only can watch The Office so many times, um, and it op- uh, comes back tonight. Yeah, I'm so super excited it's, for the show. It's an ensemble cast of a bunch of just power bad bitches. Yeah, Laura Dern, um, who's really good. Reese Witherspoon is really good. Shailene Woodley, who's really good. Zoe Kravitz. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, and yeah. now add and Merle. And now then add Merle Street. Add Kevin Durant to the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it is. So Kevin, uh, I, I, f- my tweets get wasted. I swear to God, because I don't have a following on Twitter. But I tweeted one time: Merle Streep is to acting what uh, is to the Oscars what Tom Brady is to the AFC. Like, she's just always going to be, like, at the awards ceremony at the finals. Like, she's just, I feel, when's the last year we've not seen Meryl Streep? Winning something. Not not necessarily winning something, be but, there. like. Yeah, and our, and our fifth nomination is from Meryl Streep for Julie and Julia. Yeah. Like, she's always fucking there. She's one of the greatest in the game to ever do it. Oh, yeah. Duh. yeah. Meryl's so cool. I love Meryl. I love Meryl, too. Oh. She's so good. So, and it looks like she's going to be this little manipulative bitch who knows a little bit more than everyone. Like, well, she's the mom, isn't she? She's the mom of the dude that got yeah, murdered. Yeah, in the yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's the mom. <laughs> That's what she has. A, she's having a conversation with uh, Nicole Reese. Oh, is it Reese? No, it is Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Where she says something like. She says. I would like to know... Uh, my, my son is dead. Yeah, I would like to know the details about my son's death, but I don't think I'd get the full truth from you, would I? Wow. And she and Reese isn't saying shit back And then her. it goes... Do, 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 and and there's, there's other things. She's like, you know what? I just found out uh, that you got this apartment 48 hours before my son died. You didn't think I'd find that out about you. And then, like, Nicole Kidd's just staring back at her. And just a bunch of other things. He found out about his infidelity and this bastard son 48 hours before he died. I don't think this is weird. Yeah. It's such a good show. It is the 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 casting couldn't have been more perfect. Oh, it's so good. They uh Yeah, cuz it's set up to where these girls are like the real housewives of like Monterey Bay. Right. It, it was it, it it set up like the start of the start of the show was so petty. And it was just like, really? That's what they're fighting over, but it was like made for good drama and then it evolved and they're like, okay, Someone's getting abused at home. This isn't very cool. Oh, she has a bad past. Okay, they're actually bonding together. And then they all, like, they're all warned and they all come together at the end. It's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's um, I I wasn't a big Shailene Woodley fan. Um, Me either. The Divergent movies, um, like, whatever about. Um, and I didn't see The Fall of Nerf Stars. But hmm. I like her role in this. Um, I think it's just enough. And her personality meshes well with the, right. the. She plays the good like girl from the other side of the tracks pretty well. Right, she's the outsider. Right, <laughs> Shailene. 
Uh, uh, Shailene Woodley always make, reminds me of the movie Neighbors 2. And it's because when they're having the montage of all the different theme nights they're having, it's movie night now playing A Fault in Our Stars. Oh, geez. And they're all crying watching <laughs> a, fart, a, fault, a Fart in Our Stars. Um, yeah, it's. I'm super excited for the show, too. It's really good. Super good. And it's one of the first... I'm sure there's been other shows, but I know that HBO outbid Netflix in a bidding war to secure the rights for the show. They knew oh. it was going to be good. Which has to, as as an aspiring writer, I would just jerk myself off to sleep every night. Like if someone was bidding for, my agent calls me, Derek Hulu just offered a hundred million dollars. I'm like, hold on, yeah, right. pretty sore. Not that Netflix puts out bad original stuff because they put out a lot of good original stuff. I'm glad HBO got this one. Me too. It H- fits this to is me. HBO style, right? This yeah. is to me. This is HBO's wheelhouse. Like, which this- HBO is killing the game, yeah. right? They are killing it. I, I couldn't be more excited for the state of t- TV right now because I'm they, like, everyone seems to just keep raising the ante in right. and, and, and the favor of the consumer. Yeah. Like everyone watching TV right now is just like, oh, you don't have Netflix? That's weird. But fuck, I got Hulu and there's a shit ton on Hulu right now. But fuck. Yeah, but, but fuck, drink. Because <laughs> honestly, think about it. If you only have Hulu, you're watching one of the best shows on TV right now, which is The Handmaid's Tale. Like, I have not gotten into that yet. I watched the first episode, couple. I just know the accolades it has. Right, it's very popular and it's won a lot of awards. But I watched the first couple episodes and it just hasn't pulled me in at all. The only thing that sucks is like, I really like the show, and that's a Get Shorty, the TV show. Season two is only on this platform called Epics. Uh, I'm, not pe- I'm not getting a subscription for you know. Yeah. That's something that sucks. Like Showtime has some original TV. Why not? We pay for a subscription. You might as well chip in on one. Okay, let's. Go. I asked you that a while ago. Which one should we get? I didn't get a clear answer for that. I just filled the bowl. Just shit my own brains filled out. The bowl. Filled the bowl. Bowl bowl. Very bowl, good. bowl. Anyway, that's my four. I'm excited for the show to come back. Comes back tonight. Um. If it follows suit of what a series Bible is supposed to follow, we're going to get a lot of juice and a lot of setup for the season in the first episode. It's going to be cool. So it's going to be, yeah. I'm excited. Who's fucking who? Right. And yeah. Merle's going to fuck everybody. Uh, She's going to ride some dick. She looks like she knows what she's doing. She looks like she's going to be good at investigating shit. Mm -hmm. And she, I mean, I like the way she looks like just a hard ass librarian. Where it's like, oh, you're going to be a bitch. Yeah. That made her look real nice in the Alec Baldwin movie. What that? What was that called? It's complicated. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. My favorite composer did the score for it. Nice. Yeah. Hans Zimmer. Very cool. Good. Brianna, what's your three? My three is we are going to stay in the pop culture world. Let's say. Um, Rihanna was named the most wealthy female musician right now 600 mil 600 million 31 years old which is fucking awesome and jay-z hit billionaire status awesome and jay-z is a combined wealth with beyonce so it's not just him on cheater yeah that's not their combined wealth 1.4 billion have you guys seen the episode i'm sure i've told you guys this before have you guys seen the episode of uh my next guest with david letterman when jay-z was on it yeah Oh, that's the very first thing that he says when Jay-Z comes out on stage. 
So my producers backstage told me that your wife is also into show business. Am I correct? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they're fucking a monster powerhouse freaking couple. Yeah. They bring in so much money. I mean, who's crazy. bigger? Rihanna. <laughs> I want to know what that household is like as well. Right. So that, it, Beyonce and Jay-Z were in the, in the news twice this week. One for the billionaire status, talking about all that. And then there was this little spat, not even a spat, but like an issue. And I say that in fucking quotes, like whatever it was. They went to game three and right. Cause they just had game four, right? Oh, I saw that. So they had game three the NBA finals. of the NBA finals. They're sitting courtside and this wife of one of the owners is sitting on the on one side of Beyonce and Beyonce is obviously sitting next to Jay-Z. So this woman leans over Beyonce to have a quick little conversation with Jay-Z and it was caught on video. And her facial expression. Beyonce's changed. facial expression is hysterical. It kind of looks like she's bored as fuck and disinterested and like why is this bitch leaning over me? At first, she's smiling. At first, it looks like it's like, oh, this is a nice conversation. And then it looks like the lady says one thing and she goes. Yeah. And then she adjusts in her seat. Yeah. And a lot of people speculated this one. They were like, was she doing that as like a, you know, on purpose to, you know, kind of nudge Shoulder this woman? Out, right. Yeah. Or was it just a casual? That woman's got death threats. Right, and that's what I was going or heading to. Yeah. Now this woman has death threats from the Beehive, which is Beyonce's fan base, which is beehive, fucking crazy. That's awesome. It's called the Beehive. Yeah, you didn't that's know great. that. That's yeah, great. Um, that to me is insane. Like, there's, I get being a super fan, and I'm all about it, whatever. But when you're going to that level, like, leave Britney alone. Right. Fucking get over it. Like, leave her alone. Why would you threaten someone's life for talking to someone's husband? For upsetting her. Yeah, don't talk to him. Yeah, don't like the Oh, my God. Ah! That's, that's B's man. Yeah. Stop. Obviously, you're not part of the beehive. You and I, I both know you sleep with Jamal. <laughs> but Stop fucking my man. Jay-Z already, <laughs> already knows what happens when you cheat on Beyonce. You get publicly shamed and embarrassed. Okay, hey, and You hey, get a whole album you, made about you it. You know what I don't like? What? You don't know what was said. You're taking this woman's uh, uh, side. What woman? The 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 owner's one. The owner. I'm not taking her side. What if she leaned over and said, hey, Jay-Z, can you rap for us right now? That does not warrant a death threat. Bullshit. <laughs> hey, boy, rap for us. Jesus. Loyal beehive. Oh, my God. Bubble beehive. You know what? Whatever. I, I can see you're not a part of the hive. Whatever. Listeners, let's get in formation. <laughs> so that I thought was really weird. Um, but I don't know. I think Beyonce's publicist made a statement about it, and I'm hoping that it was due to the obnoxious point that people are sending death threats. Um, but I think it's freaking awesome that Rihanna is killing it. Oh, yes. I've always loved Rihanna. Me too. And uh, it's not like she looked bad, but she's putting on a little bit of thickness. Oh, let me eat some She looks great. Let me eat some breakfast off you, girl. She looks great. Please, just a little bit of pancakes and some bacon and eggs and some syrup. Holy moly, she's a thick bitch. She looks great. Yeah. And she doesn't... 
that gif that people use where she's smiling and then uses like a finger just mm-hmm. yeah it's so good she's just looking so pretty lately she's a beautiful woman <sighs> she's got one of the prettiest faces yeah. i've ever seen um and yeah she's super talented her makeup line fenty is one of the most inclusive like skin tone ranges like on the market and it got a lot of other makeup brands to start doing that as well awesome especially women of dark brown skin tones it's impossible for them to find shades that match it's tough for me <laughs> it's always catered to fair skin women that's awesome yeah I, uh, I don't think about those things sometimes but when uh people made a big like Black guys make a big deal sometimes. They're like, finally, after 30-some years, I finally found a Band-Aid. That, yeah, that that's, goes into my, and that's... I never think about things like right, that. Because you don't have to. Right, yeah. Everything's very, always been catered to right, you. Been catered to, to, yeah, to my skin color. Yeah. Which is... Uh, it, it's, I, I think that is something, like, they're able to compartmentalize it, but it's just a little... It's little bits and pieces, I'm sure, that I've just kind of eaten at them microaggressions yeah micro that's a pretty yeah perfect term where it's that's just kind of exactly like what that is where it's something at the end of the day where you get a bunch of those and you just kind of roll your eyes like fuck i mean can we have can we can, can, we, can i get a win here right it's so. like dropping your keys at when you're trying to get in the door after a long day right right so uh my friend Lindsay made a post the other day that you know tan france he's on queer eye nate you know who he is right yeah of course i know um, Derek, do you know who he is? Uh, which one is he? Is he the long hair? No. He, the little Asian. He's Indian. Indian, yeah. He's from the UK. Um, he's got the gray hair. It's uh, always, there, he's the style guy. The stocky black guy. Karamo. Yeah. Okay, then there's Jonathan the guy with the Van long Ness. hair. Jonathan. Yeah. I think the style guy is very small. That's him. And he's gray That's hair? Tam. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes. So he made a post about, um, uh, I want to say it was a pride post and it was talking about, you know, skin tone and being accepted and you just kind of feel you don't really know if what you look like is widely accepted as beauty or the standard and you just kind of like always put up against this standard of beauty, male or female, and how you, when you grow up looking different, you question all of that. And my friend Lindsay put, reposted it and responded to it, you know, growing up as she's uh, native Alaskan and I think like French or something like that or Spanish. She has brown skin and, you know, dark brown hair. And, and she said the same thing growing up, not feeling, you know, like the idea of beauty was blonde and you know white skin Mm -hmm. you know feeling just those little things like you don't look like everybody else your skin tone doesn't match the band-aids that come out you know you can't find foundation as a woman like so you look like a fucking clown you know you're just not included in the right the market and a lot of people don't know what that feels like but rihanna took it you know took it there with her makeup line now she's got her uh savage fenty lingerie line and she's used models of all different shapes and sizes which has been cool it's not the standard victoria secret you know long skinny that's, that's inclusive and also smart as fuck totally because yeah. it's as as i'm trying to put my head inside of a, a like 
like a large woman and I'm just like, oh yeah, she is like campaigning for me. I'm fucking buying her. Right. Plus that also looks dope. Exactly. So it's, I don't want to buy, it's gotta be like, you're either buying your shit from Frederick's to Hollywood or you're buying your stuff in a five pack from Walmart. Like as someone who doesn't fit the Victoria's Secret mold. Like if you're outside of those lines. There, you have to order things custom if you don't fit a normal body type. That's, experience, that's... you know, personal experience here. I don't fit a, a normal body style by any means. I cannot shop at Victoria's Secret. They don't make anything in my size. If I shop at Nordstrom, everything's 75 bucks a pop. Christ. And that's something that you have to wear every day. There are some stores that cater to larger women, but not necessarily like all different you know, shapes and sizes. And so you still are lost, you know? So when you see something that includes you, as much as I don't like the Kardashians, Chloe making a line of denim for curvy women, you know, like that's, that was a big deal because most denim does not fit curvy girls. It's rough shopping. So all that inclusiveness is really awesome. And it's obviously super successful and resonates with a lot of people. And I think there's a huge reason why Rihanna is now the most wealthy female musician because she's got her hand in a lot of things. She's being smart about it. And she's only 31. What's up, Rihanna? Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. It's pretty amazing. Good for her. Number three. This week, the UN condemned all these new U.S. abortion laws as, what was it? Torture and torture discrimination yeah. against uh, women like inequality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, Which is 100%. Yeah. I love that they did this because it's fucking ass backwards. Those rules are fucking ridiculous. I saw a quote today that somebody said that I had a hard time disagreeing with it. It said that it's a form of slavery to force a woman to have a baby they cannot afford or take care of. Yeah. You know, you're, you're forcing somebody into a life that they don't, they're not choosing. Yeah. I don't know if slavery, I, I agree that it's, it's something. Right. And that's I why, I was, slavery having, is that's why I was having a hard time disagreeing with it. Cause yeah. she said it was a form of slavery you know, and you are forcing somebody to do to into a job of raising a human, right? You know, what yeah. I mean? Obviously, not compared to what we immediately think of as slavery, but, right? Um, you know, it's servitude to another human. Yeah. You know? So I, it's just dumb. I, it goes back to, or not goes back. It's interesting to see where these are taking place, and that they're in some of the highest, like, uh, for profit prison. Like, yeah, you can tell it's almost like it's they're not even, people aren't even trying anymore to hide like their intentions. Right. It's it's, it's pretty crazy. disgusting and it's alarming. Um, and the people have so many, you know, arguments that they think it's murder, their religious reasons and, you know, you're killing a baby, but they don't have any, you know, they also will support the death penalty uh, there's no argument for what you do with embryos when you're trying in vitro fertilization. Nobody's raising hell about that. And it's the same thing. The fact that it just doesn't exist in a woman's body, that's where the control is. Right. So 
it's such a fucking stupid argument. The the stupidest thing is, is that they get worked up over it being a human. It being this... I'm a ta- I was raised very Catholic, and that's what we're taught. Mm-hmm. And I, the older I've gotten, the more I think that our consciousness is more an evolutionary trait than like some God-given thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's ridiculous that these people call this clump of cells a human, and the moment it pops out, like that's the biggest. Once it pops out, all those fighting for it, all yep. that. Disappears. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Like, you're locking up kids in cages that came over, granted, illegally, but who gives a fuck? They're kids. Yeah. You're locking them up in cages. I've seen that, like, some couldn't Why find their family. Why they're illegal if they don't give a fuck about a child being raped and having to, like... Right. Yeah. It, and some of them are dying. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, like, the biggest disconnect for me is, like, why is it as that... As soon as it's born. Right. Yeah. And it goes back to what we were talking It's the systematic, like, you're not even trying anymore. We know that this has nothing to do with actually you looking out for that Protecting baby. Protecting that human. Yeah, no. that baby. Because you don't you don't care if it, what kind of home it lives in. You don't care about the schools that it's going to. You don't care about its health care. You don't care about it being raised right. by someone. Yeah. You don't give a shit. No. Put and, it up for adoption. I don't care as long as it's live. Right. That's all they care. But then they get pissed if someone's leeching off the system. You know, uh, you're chipping in to pay for that health care. It, it's such a fucked up, bad, ass backwards situation. And it's really scary to be on the receiving side of it. Well, that's that's the part that, like, so we aren't that far away from a decent amount of people having where the abortions were illegal like at one point, like at certain points, right? I I don't. There's a lot of people like that lived through that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and what I'm. It was in like the '70s when it turned up. And that that is something that shouldn't happen anyway. Yeah. But back then, at least it was, you just couldn't have them. What's nuts with these ones now is that you're being punished for like with manslaughter. Was it right? Yeah. For some of these that are coming out that For have language, yeah, language about having a miscarriage and you're having they're criminalizing it. That's insanity. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, like and again, I don't agree with any because I I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I'd rather have abortion just in case I knock up a girl and fucking I'm not raising a baby. Right, I don't want it. Yeah, it. I will say that it, as soon as this administration came in, it was my one of the first things that that scared me about it and sure as shit our supreme court justices you know like our conservative leaning that we put in they they're already i mean how many states what is this like nine states now have signed bills into law that criminalizes abortion takes away our right to control our bodies when there is no other law in the land at all that governs anybody else's body. Yeah. Anything. I mean, if it's so fucking weird and creepy to know that it's, there's a possibility that somebody could tell me what to do with myself and I would have no control over it. Someone's brought up the points that there are, uh, corpses have rights to, if you're an organ, if you're not an organ donor, 
No one can take your insides. Right. And you're dead. Right. That's not a human anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Isn't that insane? It is. And it is so fucking, like, it is exhausting and disheartening to constantly think about, like, is this going to get taken? Is this going to be real life? Like, what other measures do you have to go to to protect yourself? And the fucked up thing, too, is coming from, like, a responsible person that ever since I was young and could be on birth control, I wanted to be on birth control. I knew at a young age I did not want to get in this fucking mess. You... When I was like 18, doctors wouldn't give you an IUD, which is only birth control, but it's for years at a time. They would only give it to people that have already had kids for some weird reason. And then they started giving them to them. So as soon as I could get one, I got one. So you could go five years at a time, not having to worry about birth control, or you could go 10 years at a time. You cannot get um, your tubes tied, even if you've already had kids. They will try to talk you out of it. You might want more kids. If you haven't had kids, they highly will, they'll, they'll tell you no or like, uh, no, I don't think it's a good idea. They will try to coerce you into making a different decision than you want. Why the fuck should you have an opinion on it? Exactly. Can you reverse your tubes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Right. So, but, fucking dumb. But all of that control, you can't, so for people that are out there actively trying to prevent pregnancy, people are out there trying to stop it. Stop that prevention. No access to birth control. No, you might change your mind later. I'm going to tell you, you're going to change your mind later. You're going to pop out a kid. Right. And then if somebody gets pregnant, you have to have that kid. Yeah. Good luck raising it. Right. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And it is crazy to me that people don't understand like, or have a fucking like grasp what that's like to not have full control of your own body right which and the, the the right is the same group of people that are shitting on people like pull yourself up by your bootstraps you don't need fucking handouts from the government like to, you got yourself in this mess take care of your own self yeah like fucking you know stop leeching off the government it's like, crazy. i won't leech off the government if i don't have to pay for this fucking kid someone someone who doesn't want a kid isn't gonna raise a good kid well yeah what is it what do you want People to... that want kids don't raise kids well. Right. Like, but I'm saying even yeah. more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about, don't get me wrong about all the people out there that had kids on accidents and your great parents. That's right. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that have a kid and would rather abort it. Yeah. Like, they're get this thing out of me and then you're forcing them to have it. They do not want this kid. They're not going to raise it well. Right. They're not going to. Yeah. Especially... In instances of fucking rape, are you kidding me? Right. Tell me that raising that kid, you get raped and you have a kid from it, you're not going to think about that rape every single fucking time you look at that kid. Right. Tell me you're not going to think about that. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And it, I, I am so glad that the UN said something and I think that more people should speak out about it. It's... It's bananas. We are fucking literally living in like a potential nightmare days right and now. If you were raped and had a kid, I'm not saying that you don't love your kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying if you do and then you're in the mindset of I don't want this fucking kid, let me abort right. this kid, and then you're forced to have it. That would be, a, you know, talk about a challenging fucking life altering oh, yeah. thing. Like how do you put that aside and look at this human 
and not see your every time your, every time yeah know that you spawned someone that did that to right. you right and then that person gets rights to their child and you yeah. have to face your attacker you know like that's insane that's so absolutely yeah, insane it's fucking insanity yeah we need a max age in government yeah Max term. Max term. Yeah. Well, max sure. age too. Yeah. I don't want this seventy-five-year-old people who are still living back in the dust bowl to be right making new laws. Right. Yeah, I can't wait till the dog shit generation that is ahead of us dies out. The fucking the baby boomer generation is wild to me. Like they're the ones. There's studies that that show that baby boomers are the ones that spread the most misinformation on the internet it's because they don't know how to use it right yeah <laughs> they didn't grow up with it this it, is new to them right and we, so they trust every single fucking page that's out there our generations like our little 10 to 15 year span that didn't have technology and then grew up with it we're the perfect little cross bridge for yeah. this whole what what's happening right now. Yeah. Because we know what it was like to not have it. We know what it, like we're seeing the the ill effects that it's having on what we used to know and we're also we grew up with it so we understand it and we know it. Yeah. We're the ones that should help push everybody into this next technology age. Right. Yeah. It's 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 wild to me to think about like that and especially these older this older generation has been running shit for so long and they're using all these fucking tactics and thing ways and games that that worked forever yeah you know they know how to manipulate the system they know how to get people in and out and, and now there's this uprising of young people who they shit on constantly which i think is so stupid but there's an uprising of all the young people and I'm really ready for the tide to turn. Yeah. I'm ready for it. So get Make politics no longer a career. Yeah. And put a max age that you can be active. Yeah. You can be a mentor. Right. You can you be involved. Yeah. You aren't making the decisions. Yeah. But, yeah. Number three, UN fucking tells us we're dumb. Go people. UN. Um, I'm going to piggyback off this from number three. So, um, do you know what Yollywood is? No. Um, you know what Bollywood is? Yes. So Bollywood is what? Uh, it's like India. It's their entertainment. Like, it's their Hollywood. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the term y'all is a southern thing. Oh. So, I don't know if you know this, but Georgia... Oh, yeah. ...now spits out more uh, film and TV than Hollywood does. Oh. Yeah. So they call it Yollywood. I did not know that. Yeah. Atlanta so became a big hub. So Netflix, Disney, Warner Media, AMC, Networks, NBC Universal, CBS Corp, and its Showtime subsidiary have all threatened to pull their business from the state of Georgia because of the abortion uh, law. Yeah. Some producers and directors have already done it. Yeah. I've seen that. Uh, Woody Harrelson won't won't go there. Yeah. Paul Rudd. There's another big one that yeah. just recently said my production company will no longer work. It there. was Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah. That's exactly who yep. it was. Yeah, that's it was exactly Ed Helms. Was. Um, yeah, I definitely have seen the uh, it after Georgia pushed that, and then re- especially after Alabama too, 
um, a lot of celebrities started saying that they will take their business other places out of Georgia, um, which I fucking love that they're doing that. Yeah. But, and I love that this is, you know, creating momentum um, because the, that's major. The, the Disney, yeah, you know, Netflix, that, those are huge well, companies. Last year, a record 455 film and television productions generated an estimated economic impact of $9.5 billion in the state of Georgia last year alone. Yeah. Warner Brothers has been there since the 1980s. Um, and that's one of the ones that um, are threatening to leave. Yeah. And I think they're going to go through with it. Um, Georgia better fucking wise up. That's huge. So uh, I find this to be a huge win for the, the opposition of this bill. Yeah. Um, it's a big fuck you to the state. I think that would... That, I, I wouldn't use the term cripple, but that would fucking take a, a put a big blow into that state. Huge. Uh, That's yeah. a huge economic fucking blow. I feel like we should just start separating again and just have one more civil war. And let me tell you why. Because we have all the smart people. Like, Grant, I'm, I'm sure there's some smart conservatives. But we got most of them. Get those tech people out in Silicon Valley to shut down the banks and shit. We win in overnight. Right. So so I read something the other day that Texas is damn near right down the line, 50-50 red-blue. I know. Beto O'Rourke almost got it elected. Wait, wait, which is impressive to me because I thought it would be 99% red. I right. thought Texas would be Well, traditionally, yeah. we all think of it that yeah. way. So take half of Texas... Austin Alabama. and all those places. Yeah, in Austin. And, then, and then the gross southern states... And have you like have your own country? Yeah, do go what live you want. With each other. Have those archaic laws. Go ahead, be happy. I'm not gonna bother you. Just go. I mean, I've never felt more division in my country than I do now. Like, I think. I mean, if you want to go practice that weird shit like that, like, uh, go do it. You have all the power to go do it. Go down there. We'll stay up here. You can have like the Midwest. I want Florida. That's like exactly what the freaking Civil War was about, too. I mean, I know that's what I'm saying. It's human rights, and they wanted to just keep their own fucking country. Do, yeah, division of like the breakdown of countries. Uh, it's a like that's it's a it's not forever ago. Like Serbia just did it. Like yeah. they came from Yugoslavia and just created all those factions. The USSR just did it and created Russia and all those and. Um, it's ha it happens a lot. Right. Civil war, civil war inside a country happens yeah. a lot. So I mean, it wouldn't be outlandish uh, for it to happen here. No, because especially because we've already had one. Yeah. You know, like it's not like we're immune to it. We're fucking human beings. You know, the their tensions are fucking hot right now. Hot. It's because you know we've talked about yeah. it before. But it's, it's crazy. The the cool thing is there's a snippet from this article. Um, Others close to the industry, particularly the black entertainment industry, say Atlanta should declare its independence from Georgia, at least for marketing purposes. Quote, Georgia doesn't deserve Atlanta, says uh, Eric Gordon, a marketing consultant who works with African-American um, entertainers. Which... They would like to succeed or secede? Yeah, or just at least tell like the rest of the United States or world or entertainment industry, like... Hey, we're not about Atlanta's this. not the problem. It's the the rural part of Georgia. Or, well, right, but that uh, that doesn't do anything. That doesn't 
give impact to the to the right. situation. And and, and the, the Beto thing where he narrowly lost, same thing happened in Georgia. Like the the, the Republican Stacey Adams yeah. almost won. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's I mean, there are like-minded people over there that don't want what's going on right, happening. Right, right. And so, but here's the thing, that you have to make an impact, put your money where your mouth is, and actually, you know, you have to inflict change. You have to, you can't just say, thoughts and prayers don't work. You have to do something. So pulling business out, you know, forcing people to play their hand, like, we, we are removing all of this business. Oh, $9 billion is no longer yours. Fucking you figure it out now on your own. I, We're gonna I, pack I, up I wonder what they could do. Um, like, I'm sure it'd be pretty easy. Like, you cannot watch Netflix inside the Georgia, uh, like, lines of the state. Right. Can't watch it. You can't do that. Yeah. Go do your shit by candlelight if you want to live, like, in the fucking year 1000. My number two is... An Illinois man was sentenced to prison for buying a bunch of weed-infused chocolate. And he got sentenced a four-year prison term, but the I it's irritating to me that this guy's going to prison. So they they the post office started seeing a weird pattern of packages. And they alerted somebody. And so they started kind of watching him. And then they got a warrant to open up one of the packages and found a bunch of, I don't know if it was the same chocolate or whatever, but it was weed. And then they basically busted him, arrested him, and they found uh, paraphernalia that insinuated intent to to sell Spent like two thousand dollars in cash and like a bunch of shipping fucking things. So he's yeah. he's shipping off weed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. reforms, whatever. Um, and medical marijuana is legal in the state of Illinois, and he has also has testicular cancer, and so they made the argument that he was buying, you know, for himself for to ease his pain or whatever. Yeah. And they gave him only a requirement to serve two years of his four-year sentence because of that, that he's got cancer or whatever. But it, it's so it's so hard for me to fucking, like, yeah, you're a drug dealer, I guess, technically, but weed's not really a drug. And, yeah. and there's these states that are now making billions of dollars off of it. And you're still throwing people into prison yeah. for non-violent marijuana offense. Yeah, it's not not a non-violent like heroin offense. Right. It's a plant. It's fucking crazy to me. The prison system is nuts. The privatized prison system is oh, nuts. God, I can't nuts. believe it. I cannot believe it. The, the sentence is four years minimum to 12 years. Well, think about that too. Think about that. With all these abortion laws and now making these criminal offenses, this is coming right on the back of this whole group that they can no longer go after. Right. In weed people yeah. in these legalized states. Yeah. Ugh. Isn't that disgusting? It's very it's disgusting. crazy. That is absolutely bonkers. Like that, if, would you stand for somebody getting thrown into prison for selling 
alcoholic beverages out of their house. Like a beer. Right. Yeah. Buying a bunch of beer from Costco and selling them at five bucks a pop at some event. Yeah. Prison time. Yeah. When it's legal for everybody 21 and over. Fuck out of here. You know, like you can legally get weed in the state of Illinois if you have a medical card. And then a bunch of other states, if you're 21, you don't need a medical card. You can just go into the store and buy it like a fucking bottle of vodka. Yeah. Prison time. It's great. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. We're close. I'm hoping that once all these, once like weed becomes legal, legal everywhere, we got to be close. Federally legal. We have to be. Yeah. That all these people that are in prison with these sentences that are from back here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get out. I hope so. Prison reform obviously is a big, huge fucking topic right now, but I hope to see a lot of change. It's fucking crazy to me. But yeah, still happening. Poor weed people. Right. On that same topic, I don't know if this is anybody. Does anybody have something coming out of Oakland? Any Oakland news? No. I don't think so. City of Oakland is the second city to decriminalize mushrooms. Yeah. Awesome. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So the city, like if you go outside the Oakland limits, like you can... Well, yeah. that's what... Denver was... This is, this is, this is what... This kind of happened with weed at first, too. Denver and Oakland, it's not like you can buy it now. Right. It's not like they're going to, it's legal to have. They just decriminalized it. So you you won't get in trouble like, I don't know. It's it's just not. It's, you can't, yeah, it's not a criminal act to have it. Right. So you can't get really punished for it. Right. But that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I'd Like, I think you could still get ticketed and shit for it. Probably. It's like a traffic stop or something right. like that. But yeah, Oakland too. Yeah, love that. Very cool. My number two is that, I think it was this week, uh, a study coming out of Australia says that without, if we don't do anything right now, the world will be inhabitable by 2050. Which is fucking nuts. 31 years. Yeah. 31 years. What's, what's, uh... Well, My life. Yeah. Yeah, what's, uh, 31 times, uh... It's only 372 months. <laughs> That's weird. And it's weird, too, because, like, I don't know about you guys, but watching movies when you're young and, you know, seeing stuff like Terminator 2 or anything that has to do with the apocalypse or, you know, just the world ending, you don't really expect that you'll see anything like that. And now the phrase, the end of humanity, (laughs) is being thrown around and it's going to happen in our lifetime. Not even at the end, in our, in the, you know, midlife, we're going to be 60. And what's going to suck is it's not going to end like the fucking movies and shit like that. It's going to end with, well, maybe like that fucking 2012 movie, whatever that was just gonna be super storms yeah and water's gonna start to evaporate and people are just gonna start fighting about water yeah that's what like guaranteed if we start going downhill by 2035 there's gonna be people that are massive migrations right to find water that's usable and drinkable right to survive right and people are gonna fucking fight about it yep yeah there will be civil unrest because the 
the areas we're living in are no longer inhabitable. Yeah. It's Pray. fucking crazy. California it's, almost dried up. Yeah. Dried up old bitch. Right. They're drying up. There's 500 tornadoes in a week. Yeah. Flint still doesn't have water. <laughs> fucking super storms. Flint needs to just start figuring that. We got other problems now. Enjoy Flint's all that figured out. <laughs> Enjoy all that fucking winning you're doing, Trump supporters. God, no shit. Fucking jagoffs. That's awful, and it's scary. It is. That's really scary. Same time, it's like you know what? Fuck it. Let's go out. You know. Yeah, I don't want to live in this world anymore. It's <laughs> too many. It's too hard. These garbage ass people. You gotta Toilet keep up people. with everything. Yeah, where'd you get your people? The toilet store? No shit. Where'd you get your baby? <laughs> Fucking toilet store. Toilets that only got a hole big enough for a fart. <laughs> joke hole. Joke hole. It's a joke fart hole. Oh my god. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> uh, on who You said uh, uh, the Australian. Yeah, that was my number two. Number two. So NASA uh -oh. is opening up a space station for tourists. Yeah. Like, you what does that mean? There, thirty-five thousand dollars a night. What is that? So you can go up into space, thirty-five k a night. Yeah, kind of like space hotel. Space peanut. Yeah. So rich people are going to be able to go to space. Yeah, I need like give me like update two hundred, and I'll start going right. up there. Yeah, well, we can get a group off. Yeah. <laughs> I think that group rate. I also I found a pretty nice B and B up there. <laughs> This is going to sound bad, but I need, like, 20 people to die so they figure out, like, the kinks and shit oh, before totally. I start going yeah, up there. I need course. someone important to go up there, like a celebrity to go, come up, or go up there and back, survive. Obama goes up there and back, survives. Then this go. is perfect, though, because this is exactly how hot space is going to start. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Right. So, they're doing all the footwork, and then, we're you know, in 50 years, once we're kicked off this planet, we're going to be fucking space. Space. space billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Right? Right. Space billionaire? Yeah. Um, still touching on the space thing, uh, I heard that scientists have potentially figured out a way to convert the whatever air on Mars into oxygen. What? So it's a potential. It's not like a figured out thing, but that's pretty nuts. That's cool. Right. Technology is so fucking crazy. It's so neat. Space. But what the hell? $35,000 a night? Only the fucking grossest, richest people are going to do that. I will say the one thing Trump has gotten right is we do need a Space Force. And I feel like we should start building that now. I don't think we need a Space Force. <laughs> no shit! <laughs> Nate thought it was... He, he was serious. He wants Space Force. <laughs> I mean, if we had extra money right now, <laughs> fuck yeah, I want a Space Force. That would be dope as shit. Could you imagine if we had a Space Force? Like fucking X-Wings and shit flying up there. Fucking around with aliens. Like, ooh, bitch, what's up? We're at the party now. Trump's Space Force isn't going to be like that. Trump's Space Force is going to be a bunch of fat loads sitting on a fucking ship. I did not say I want Trump's Space Force. I said Trump was right in saying that we need yeah. a Space Force. Mm -mm. Give me Elon's Space Force. Just fucking around with robots. aliens. Yeah. That's crazy. Number ones? 
Yeah, dude. All right, round number one. Um, my eyes twitching and shit. Jesus. I'm this a fucking podcast mess. really took it out of you guys. Uh, Me? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in honor of Pride Month, month of June. Pronounce honor, dumbass. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, talk about some issues for my number one. So, two, I'm going to sandwich them in. Uh, it's two things that happen separately, though. So I don't know if you guys saw two a lesbian couple, two women were on a train in London, like on their way home, and they were beaten up by four teenage boys. And the picture they posted, they were all bloodied. I think I read this where they beaten up because they wouldn't make out. Yeah, they were like, like basically like lewd gestures, lewd comments telling them they wanted to watch them kiss so you know that they would get pleasure from it and like just literally fucking like terrorize them (laughs) i'm sorry this isn't funny but whenever i hear like news stories try and say like what they were doing and saying in a polite way just always picture them if you kiss we would feel much pleasure right and i think it's fucking crazy that it was teenagers that did this and they were were they alone like, but, did no one else on the train do anything? The fuck? I think so, yeah. And, uh, so that I think is super fucked up. And then also, so a lot of pride parades have been happening over the weekend. In Detroit, yesterday, they had their pride parade. A, a group of neo-Nazi National Socialist Movement parade, quotes, came through same time like basically rivaling their parade with nazi flags and the police were escorting them what yeah jesus fucking christ isn't that nuts yeah that's disgusting what the fuck is going on where was that detroit that was detroit the parade and the two women were in london by teenagers i read something the other day just to go a little bit off topic uh, I read uh, the the state of like public safety in Britain is horrendous. Like they're constantly like they call them stag parties. Like drunk, like dudes out, and like they always start shooting people on the train, and they're always out just looking for fucking trouble. And it's like really bad in England. Is yeah. that what you call a bachelor party? Pretty much, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're about to go on a stag party. Nice. Table. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I just think it's super fucked up and super sad. And, like, touching on what we were talking about, like, with women's rights and abortion and stuff and having to worry about, you know, just you not having any control of your life or your choices and stuff and being punished for it. These people are being attacked just simply because of who they love. And that's it. Because like, they won't kiss. Right. Yeah. It's fucking... <laughs> It's stupid. It's it, so obnoxious. It's incredibly stupid. And it's really sad. Back to the police thing. Now, I'm sure the argument for why they were doing that is because they are. this is a radical symbol, whatever, that they're, you know, safety and whatnot. And I'm, I'm guessing it's a free speech thing. Yeah. Which I think that's a very dangerous line. Totally. For, with free speech. Because yeah. once you say no to one thing... It could cascade to saying no to everything. Yeah. But with something like the swastika and Nazi flags, which it's it's not like 
you're saying things and you're you know you have this idea and that's what this represents this represents something that happened in history that we know of that is a gen- was a genocide yeah of a race and it it represents the hatred of those races that should not be a free speech worthy thing right right that should be a a banned like if you if you're if you have this and you're wearing it in a supportive way or showcasing it in a supportive way, that shouldn't be okay. Right. And that's where that, that sensitive line is, you know, because what, you know, if you think about the Confederate flag, even it, that to me is one of the most backwards weird things. Cause people that fucking love America love the Confederate flag, but then that all of that was about seceding from America. Right. And that was there. That represents not being a part of America right. in, in, in the hatred and, you know, basically thinking that you should have ownership over other people, you know, like there's so much that that represents that people find that shit all the time, yeah. you know, and nobody says shit to them. We know they're an asshole probably, but nobody says shit to them, you know, like says you can't wear that. Maybe they, maybe not banning things, but in other words, like if you are saying, "Oh, we're gonna have this Nazi march with these Nazi things," and you contact police for an escort, the police should have should not be allowed to help you. It should be a thing where it's like if you're doing that, all bets are off because you you know what that represents. It's inciting. Yeah. Violence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but like you should get no help from anybody. Yeah. If it, if something happens because of that, like you know what you're representing. Yeah, you started it. Exactly. Yeah. It's it in from what I read in this report was that, you know, a lot of people that were marching in the pride parade were yelling at the police like, "Why are you protecting them? Like you should be protecting us from this." Gross. It's it is gross. It's really sad. It's so it's so ridiculous. Let people fucking live their lives. I just wants control. Right. Power. Anyways, that's my number one. My number one, going to something happy. <laughs> Stag party. Yeah, I paid off the house for Brett's bachelor party. Nice. And it's coming up. Uh, Brett, our good friend, is getting married next month in the end of mid-end of July. Yeah. And we are having this bachelor party, not next weekend, but the weekend after, out in Sun River. It's going to be very fun. There's going to be 10 of us all together. Got a house that's on the river. I, just, I paid it off. Got it off my credit card. So. Nice. Good job. Yeah. It's going to be a fun party for you guys. It's going to be way fun. Yeah. yeah. A little bit excited. Yeah. Putting the final touches on like a little itinerary and stuff this week. Because you are the best man, so you're the the one. I'm the planner. Yeah, you have to put all that shit together. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever done it, too. Have you enjoyed the process? Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little harder than it has been. I hope I didn't just jinx myself, but... Yeah, it's been fun. Nice. Yeah. Good. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. Sun River's dope, and it's going to be the middle of the summer. So dope. Uh, The weather looks like it's going to be right around perfect. It's like between 73 and 80. Oh, nice. Uh, we're going to be there from Thursday like night through Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's dope. I, are, is a lot of it surprises? Or are you allowed to talk about what you guys are going to do? or? Uh, there's no real surprises. Um, we got some people flying in. Most of the people are from the coast in here, though. We're all going to 
meet here, pretty much all of us meet here on Thursday and caravan out there. Um, Thursday night, we'll probably just hang out, play some drinking games, do that. Uh, Friday, we're going on a trip and doing some hiking and stuff. And uh, Friday night, probably, again, we're going to have like an Olympics style, like, points for doing shit competition throughout the weekend nice. of like you know if you win this you get this many points if you do if you like take a beer bong you get this many it's like a scavenger hunt kind of yeah. yeah but all like a competition where yeah you can... um saturday we're gonna get on the river and like either float or like get kayaks and stuff, stuff like that cool sunday we'll be home yeah. fun yep. are you excited Derek? yes you don't look excited i'm not you look like you could give a shit. I don't. <laughs> see if anything else is cooking that weekend. My go see movie. We we have a friend that's actually having a bachelorette party in Sun River on the same weekend. Oh no way! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. On the soccer team. Nice. Lulu, you met her. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. She's cool. Go Lulu. Yeah. Yeah, Brett's bachelor party coming up. That's fun. That'll be fun. Very good. Number one. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. Derek, what's your number one? My number one is Harrison Ford confirms Indiana Jones 5 starts filming next year. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He is 77 right now, which means he's going to be almost 80 when it films. I'm not doubting, like, the capabilities of Harrison Ford. I think he's looks pretty decent for his age, and I don't think, you know, he's probably still a great actor. He's been doing fine in the star wars shit yeah but the last movie was trash it was and you need to subtract subtract a lot of shit you need to go back to your roots uh you need to get rid of shy wow i was gonna say i can't wait for shy <sighs> that's right shy Give me i just God. think that they shouldn't have touched that they just leave it alone maybe maybe they're trying to just Maybe they're transitioning Harrison to be like what Sean Connery was, and they're going to bring in a new little guy, and they're going to reboot everything. I don't want that. It's, right. it's 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 almost too. It's almost a series. Like I never in my fucking life. I'd rather see the world get dried out and go shit than see Back to the Future get remade. Right. Yeah, I'm, it's, and that's Indiana Jones isn't exactly there yet, but it's fucking up there. What if it's just him in an old folks' home and he's lost his mind, and so he it's every day is him like trying to get, like do shit in the old folks' home. You like, literally like, have been in my brain this whole weekend <laughs> because I was literally thinking, what the fuck are they gonna do with this? Raiders of the Lost Bedpan? Like, he's just got dementia doing. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison, we see you. Shh. My name's Indiana. What, what are they going to do, though? Like, they did... I, I'm excited to see what they're going to go. Like, they could do... They did Aliens last time. They did Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was religious things. Last Crusade, obviously religious things. And then Temple of Doom. Um, do Doom. some, like, Bermuda Triangle Atlantis shit. Um, oh, Atlantis would be cool. Atlantis would be super cool. Um, something, just give me, give me, you know, him whipping some Nazis. El Dorado. Oh yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. 
Maybe you're going wavy on here. Okay. <laughs> I just don't. You know, here I'm excited for it if it's gonna be good. Obviously, King well, of the Crystal. Okay, I guess he was shy was swinging on goddamn vines with monkeys. Here's my deal. I think who thought that was gonna be good. This is what I think my issue is. Make a fucking action movie where we got the treasure hunt and whatever the fucking story is. Great, but don't do it, Indiana Jones. Like, don't sully the fucking. You know who? You know who would have been good Indiana story. Jones. Who? Bradley Cooper. No, you know who would be good at Indiana Jones? Harrison Ford. I'm um, if they were to reboot. What about Chicago Jones? Oh. Wisconsin Jones. <laughs> Illinois Jones is Indiana's Tam- brother. Tampa Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's your foreign brother, Alberta Jones. <laughs> Kansas City Jones. Baltimore Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Jones. Oh That's the fat brother. Yeah. Buffalo Jones. <laughs> oh Buffalo's here. Hodge money all four people around. <laughs> Which you broke ass. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to recover from that. On that note, Larry, thank you. Let's leave. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. Good week. Uh, Yeah, bye. Bye. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Top that. Top that.